Facebook fraud response. Are Facebook ads a waste of money? By this guy, John Loomer, johnloomer.com. So you've undoubtedly seen, I say, the following video from Veritasium called Facebook Fraud. If you haven't yet, make sure you check it out. Uh, you can just check it out on my blog post, johnloomer.com slash fraud. After watching it, and really, you kind of have to watch it, uh, we can continue. Now, it's a well-produced video put together by a really smart guy outlining why Facebook ads are a waste of money. He cited three main examples why. I'll dig into those in a minute. And not surprisingly, you know, I've had dozens of people send me this video. And it's something, I tried to ignore it. It, uh, uh, I just want to stick my head in the sand. I hate this kind of stuff. But if nothing else, I'm beyond impressed by their ability to create a very viral video quickly. Uh, it just went out, you know, yesterday. And of course, I'm contributing to that now uh, by telling you to watch it. But I'm not writing this post to rip apart the video's author or to say it's entirely wrong. It represents a viewpoint that is very common and it's something that deserves to be heard and addressed. So while I disagree with the conclusion, that doesn't necessarily make the video itself false. So I'm not going to ignore the, the truth that comes out of it. But, you know, given the response the video has gotten and the repeated questions I'm getting about it, I just felt it was important I respond in some way. So I'm going to do the following here. I'm going to recap the major points of the video, explore some common ground, voice my issues with the video, and then provide my own stats and history of Facebook ads. All right, you ready? Okay, so that Facebook fraud video, again, go ahead and watch it. Now, the video addresses three main examples. First, the virtual bagel experiment from 2012. Sounds exciting, right? Now, remember this, it's the BPC, there was a BBC technology correspondent, Rory Kellen Jones. He created a completely useless page to test the value of a page like. He intentionally created a page with hopefully no value to find out whether you could still use ads to generate fans. So after paying $100 for ads, the page ended up with more than 3,000 fans. They're more than 4,000 a year and a half later. And um, it, based on my understanding and on the post that he had written, his ads were targeted at users in the United States United Kingdom, Russia, India, Egypt, Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines. Um, the video itself, of course, doesn't mention Russia, India, or Malaysia, which I think is kind of a big mistake there. But anyway, uh, per Kellen Jones' article in 2012, here's the extent of his targeting. He says, I narrowed it down slightly by targeting under 45-year-olds interested in cookery and consumer electronics but was told that would still give me a potential audience of 112 million customers. Nice and targeted there, 112 million people. So virtually nobody in the U.S. or U.K. liked his page. When broadly targeted, the ad received a click-through rate of 0.55%, which isn't bad. When narrowly, uh, and again, we don't care a whole lot about click-through rate, but when narrowed to only the U.K., that percentage dwindled to about a tenth of that. Now, this underscored the problem, he said, with targeting at particular countries, raising doubts about the quality of fans there. All right, so that's the first point that was covered in that video. Second, Facebook advertising for the Veritasium page. So again, this is the company behind this video as well. They have a Facebook page. At the 207 point in that video, 
the author of the video continues. And this was just after talking about how Facebook deleted like 83 million fake likes, something we all know about. This happened in 2012. Said, so did they delete all the fake, fake likes? Nope, not even close. I know because most of the likes on my Facebook page are not genuine. Interesting. So he explains how in May of 2012, he received emails from Facebook with a $50 coupon code to try out Facebook ads. So he did. And apparently he thought things were working really well. So as he started running ads, you know, he, his audience grew exponentially. He went from 2,000 fans to more than 130,000 today. Though it sounds like it, he had just over 100,000 related to this study. Now, he found that as his audience grew, the engagement didn't. Um, it's just funny, if you go back to his page today, and at, as he shares these videos, he has crazy engagement. But anyway, uh, in fact, he felt as though engagement may have even declined. Um, make, make sure to check out his graph at the 313 point where he notes that 80,000 of his likes, where he says was about 75%, came from developing countries that led to 1% of his page's engagement. Um, I'm going to go on a quick tangent here. I think that's crazy. How could you not notice that and stop until you get to the point of 80,000 <laughs> likes from developing countries? Anyway. Um, but then at the, at the 520 point, he says, I should reiterate, I never bought fake likes. I used Facebook, Facebook, uh, excuse me, Facebook's legitimate advertising. And yeah, I actually opened the video talking about how you can buy likes in two different ways, one with legitimate advertising, the other the illegitimate way uh, from services. He's never clear about the targeting of his ads, of course, but since he doesn't make claims to the contrary, the argument appears to be that ads broadly targeted at these countries, so the developing countries, brought meaningless likes that didn't result in engagement. I mean, otherwise he would have said, I got all these likes. I don't know why I got them from that, those countries. That's crazy. But he didn't say that. Finally, in that video, it was the virtual cat experiment. So the author of the video then decided he's going to run his own experiment. So he created, and this, I guess, was more recently. He created another, uh, the, the first two things were in 2012. Said so he, he created another useless Facebook page called Virtual Cat. He then spent $25 targeting cat lovers in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. The result of that $25 was 262 page likes. And uh, while de you know, details weren't provided there, he says that many of the likes were from people liking thousands of pages. Something I have seen before. Um, he, he also referred to a single post he published on a Friday afternoon uh, that reached only eight people and received no engagement. To find in this case, apparently, because he showed the post and there were no comments, likes, or shares. So eight people saw it. Apparently, you know, I don't know when he took that screen grab either. So it could have been that day, during that day, and I hate those real-time stats, but 8 out of 262, it was like 3%. So about those click farms, okay, um, and we haven't mentioned that yet, but he mentioned it in the video. Early in the video, he mentioned again that Facebook likes to be bought in two ways, legitimately, legitimately and illegitimately, and you can buy them through ads or pay click farms and break Facebook's rules. So the video describes how you can buy 1,000 likes for $70. The workers are paid a dollar for every 1,000 like clicks. And then uh, he says that these services have users up in, uh, set up in countries like India, Philippines, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Egypt, Indonesia, and Bangladesh. So 
Note that the legitimate way of buying likes is through Facebook ads, but in the examples of the video provides from 2012, those ads are targeted at countries known for click farms. Huh? Why would you do that? I don't know. Um, so some pages do this intentionally now, these days. So they're not going to buy the likes from these services. They will intentionally target those countries to bulk up their likes because they know they'll get really cheap likes and it'll make them look good to I don't know who. Um, but others do it unknowingly, especially in 2012. So in 2012, I, I suspect they probably did innocently pay for these ads thinking they were getting quality fans. And I even did that to a level at, at that point in 2012. So, But these days, of course, we know better, especially you and me. Um, so where, where do we agree? We, we do agree in a few things. Now, first of all, <clears throat> well, I have issues with the conclusions of the video, lots of them. What he shared does underscore a very real problem. Even in the U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia, remnants of the, of the click farms do exist. And as I outlined in a, in a blog post I wrote back when Optimized CPM first came out, I was trying to figure out what was going on um, with my results. The problem is that Facebook is going to target your ad at people most likely to perform your desired action. So in some cases... That could be at people who have liked thousands of pages. Now, granted, this is mitigated quite a bit from proper targeting, not just by tar country, but that, that said, the fake profiles do still exist. Okay? So we agree on that stuff. It is a problem. Need to do something about it. Facebook's trying, whatever. Okay. But how about my issues <laughs> with the video? And there are a bunch of them. Um, this is a nine-minute video, first of all, so there's a lot we could go through, but I'm not going to go through it all. But I want to go point by point on my major issues with the video before I get to my own stats, my own experiences. So, again, I appreciate the video and the conversations it starts, but a different perspective from someone who has seen the success I've seen with Facebook ads is necessary because, you know, a lot of people are freaking out about this. The core of our argument is based on results from 2012. This I do not understand. We've been through this regarding the virtual bagel page before. This is old news, people. And like everyone's freaking out like this is something new. Like, no, you saw this in 2012 and you freaked out then. Let's, let's come on. But uh, the Facebook ad feature set has changed significantly since then. The features, some of the features that you know either didn't exist or weren't used in these tests would include things like conversion tracking, custom audiences, lookalike audiences, website custom audiences, FBX, partner categories, Facebook's new ad reports, which are awesome, and I guarantee they didn't use Power Editor. Now, if you still use Facebook ads as if it's 2012, you deserve the results you get. That's tweetable right there. You know, I felt it was really strange that so much of this video was focused on something that happened so long ago. We should have learned our lessons since then. If you target well and you use Power Editor, you're much more likely to find success. The fact that poorly targeted ads in 2012 didn't work should not be a surprise. The two examples weren't the only ones, of course. You know, I, I'm included among those who screwed up. And we'll talk about my own experiences, and again, way in the past, here shortly. Now, about those click farms. The video talks about how click farms are prevalent in countries like India, the Philippines, Nepal, Sri Lanka, Egypt, Indonesia, and Bangladesh. But remember that virtual bagel experiment? 
It was considered an indictment on Facebook ads because no one in the U.S. or U.K. clicked on the ad, while also targeting and getting likes from India, Egypt, Indonesia, Indonesia, Malaysia, and the Philippines. So we, as readers and viewers, are smart enough we should completely understand why that page ended up with a bunch of undesirable likes. It targeted users in countries that are known to be a problem. Again, maybe okay in 2012, not okay today. So shouldn't the fact that so few people from the U.S. and U.K. like a worthless page be an indication that targeting in those countries may actually be all right? I mean, I guess the argument is that those click farms are a problem and shouldn't exist. Well, that's true. I think we all agree with that. But by now, we should all know they exist. And we should also know how to avoid them the best we can. Now, the author goes on to say that this is reflected in his own page, which is littered with fake likes. He provides a graph showing that 80,000 of his fans were from undesirable countries who provided less than 1% of his engagement. Now, it's not clear to me, but it sounds like he targeted ads at these countries. Why would you do that? If he didn't, I fully expect he would have made a very strong point to the contrary. So, you get what you pay for. Yes, click farms exist. Yes, some countries are much less desirable than others. And you should expect the quality of your audience to follow. Next point, small sample sizes. The most compelling argument of this whole video, to me, was one built on the smallest of sample sizes. That $25 in ads for Virtual Cat. Um, again, this is the one where he only targeted U.S., U.K., Canada, and Australia. Um, he targeted cat lovers. And he said he ended up with 262 likes. And a bunch of them had like thousands and thousands of pages. Well, I would have liked to know more about that. And first of all, I wish he would have spent more. Um, and I wish he would have broken down the details regarding the number of fans who liked X number of pages. So if he had, if all of them liked 5,000 pages, that's something to know. Because it is something I've seen before. So I don't doubt it can happen. But I would I'd love to see more details on how, how bad it was in his experiment. Because without this, it just weakens the overall argument of the video. You just talk $25 and... This happened, you know, there's some of these people like thousands of pages. I don't know any more than that. It's, there's nothing. There's no substance to that. Next point was targeting. So we've established that port, poorly targeted ads will get you nowhere. You know that. You listen to me. You read my stuff. You understand that. This is precisely why I repeatedly tell you not to use the quick fix ad tools or boost post to promote page. You use Power Editor. Of course, that stuff wasn't used. Um, the good stuff wasn't used in these examples. So you, you no longer need to broadly target a country based on age and gender. And recall that the virtual bagel ad targeted 112 million people. That's ridiculous. You can target based on the basic things like interests, even buying histories, which are partner categories. But you know you can really avoid any of these issues. You focus most of your budget on the people you know care about your brand. That's why I talk about targeting your email list with custom audiences. Targeting your website visitors with West website custom audience is my new favorite tool. Previously with FBX. Get it? All right, so those are my main issues. Now, if you target ads poorly, they won't work. I mean, I feel like this is something that I shouldn't have to say, but apparently I have to say it. None of the conclusions of the video should be a surprise here. If you target countries that aren't relevant to you, and are known to be havens for click farms, you'll end up with a bunch of worthless likes. 
whether they're fake or not. This isn't 2012 anymore, people. You can no longer play ignorant to this. Likewise, if you target ads very broadly at, say, cat lovers, don't expect to get high-quality fans. In fact, don't expect cat any actual cat lovers who did like your page and are real people to respond when you create a completely unrelated post about a scientific experiment. Because remember, that's what he did where he shared it was a scientific experiment saying, hey, I want to see if you actually care about this post. Um, and let me know why you like my page. And he was mad because no one engaged with it and it didn't reach anybody. Well, that doesn't help your experiment. Now, your most relevant audience is your actual customers. So when you create Facebook ads, you start with them. The further you get away from that center, the less confidence you should have in the results. Luckily for you, there are plenty of ways uh, that you could target a highly relevant audience. Instead of blindly targeting click farm countries and broad, fluffy interests like cat lovers, right? So let's think about this. If Facebook ads don't work, all right, let's assume for a minute that this video is correct. Paying for Facebook ads is a complete waste of money. I guess we also have to assume that Facebook ads are only used for getting likes. But stick with me here. Um, my entire Facebook strategy is based on building a relevant audience, largely through ads. If what I was paying for was only fake profiles, this would be obvious. How would it be obvious? Well, I wouldn't get anyone to opt into my newsletter or register for my webinar or, most importantly, buy my stuff. But my strategy is based on the importance of building that highly relevant audience. So my strategy is complete. Is like the completely there's a perfect test case against these claims. If you can't get... Uh, relevant fans by by running ads nothing should you should get no substance out of those fans right but my strategy is based on the importance of building that highly relevant audience you I, I don't sell up front i attract the right crowd so when i'm ready to sell i use ads and i target my fans so my results well yeah facebook ads work i've seen firsthand that facebook ads work they drive website traffic they build my email list. And they produce sales. In fact, I've found repeatedly it's a highly relevant fan base that produces these things. I mean, I wrote last year about how I got 35 times ROI on Facebook ads when I launched my uh, Power Editor course. That was about 30 days of promotion. And the, the, the funny thing was, none of those sales came from non-fans. They all came from fans. I also ran a really quick uh, online Facebook offer, targeted at fans, resulted in about a 10 times ROI. So check it out. Uh, plenty of, I put a lot of my results on my blog. So if my fan base, built largely through ads, was built with bots, it just wouldn't be possible, right? So a little bit on, on my stats and my history with Facebook ads. I think it's only fair, you know, you know, within his video, he shared kind of op was an open book. So I feel like I should share some of my stories and the breakdown of my own audience. Now, I'm someone who spent more than $12,000 on Facebook ads for my patients to start 2013. I'm now routinely spending more than $2,000 per month. But no, I'm, I'm just like anyone else, though. I didn't fully understand all the features when they were rolled out. 
Optimized CPM is a good example. I didn't know of the pitfalls of poorly targeted ads in the beginning. And the targeting was not always all that good anyway in the beginning. So as a result, I can include my name on a list of advertisers who regretfully paid for ads that weren't nearly as successful as we thought they were at first glance. And some of those fans undoubtedly still like my page. So I want to give you a breakdown of my fan base in our country. So this is only a top 10, but this makes up 80% of the total and everyone, everything else is pretty much under 1% or about 1%. Okay. So United States, just over 34%. Brazil, 7.5%. United Kingdom, almost 7%. Thailand, 6%. India, almost 6%. Australia, 5%. Portugal, 5%. Canada, 4%. The Philippines, almost 3%. And Italy, almost 2%. So... You'll recall that some of those like farm, click farm type places, Thailand, India, and the Philippines are in there. But recall that the video talked about page being, you know, their page being overrun with likes from click farms from, from countries, from, um, from click farm countries. And that was 75% of their likes. I'm not getting that. I mean, based on what I just told you, that, and I've spent a ton of money on ads, I think. I don't know if I'd say more than them since I guess they probably just did a whole lot at once. But I do have about 15% wrapped up in Thailand, India, and the Philippines. So that's still 15%. Now, that said, I don't think they, they may not be completely worthless. We'll get to that in a minute. I can, I can attribute a decent portion of that to lessons learned while targeting. So in the beginning, I just assumed that if someone liked my page, they actually liked it. It didn't matter where they were from. Of course, we know that's not necessarily true anymore. Later, I promote posts to people outside of my core countries thinking something similar. I was just looking for website traffic. Of course, many of those people liked my page too, which caused some more problems. I wouldn't say huge problems, but basically I didn't want that audience. It's lessons learned, and these days I target almost exclusively U.S., U.K., Australia, and Canada. Now, I do hate this, though, because I know that business, business exists outside of these countries, but I just need to be careful. Now, there was a graph that he had in that video. I'm not sure really how he made it to determine where fan engagement came from in those countries, but I tried to do something similar. Facebook doesn't break down engagement via fans and non-fans by country. They don't do it, at least not within their insights, exports or otherwise. So I'm just going to uh, assume he was referring to the people talking about this by country metric within Insights. And first of all, people, people talking about this leaves out all sorts of good engagement. Um, and we, it also doesn't break down organic and paid. It also doesn't break down fans and non-fans. But yeah, whatever. So here are my top engagement countries by talking about this over the most recent 28-day period. And this makes up 83% of my talking about this. So United States... 46%, you'll recall that they make up about 34% of my fan base. United Kingdom, a little over 12%. They make up about 7% of my fan base. Australia, 7% engagement. They make up about 5% of my fan base. Canada, 5%. Uh, they make up about 4% of my, my fan base. Ireland, a little over 3%. India, 3%. New Zealand, almost 2%. Brazil, almost 2%. Israel, 1%. Italy, 1%. Now, 
Now, if you're following closely and you're smart, I know exactly what you're thinking. Where are Thailand? Where are the Philippines? And what's the deal with Brazil? Doesn't this partly prove the point of the video? Well, I also advertise quite a bit. And as I said, I only target the top four countries in these, these results almost exclusively. So since these stats don't separate fans from non-fans or paid from organic, it's really hard to make any sense of these numbers. So the talking about this number is coming from all the top four countries is organic, or excuse me, coming from all but the top four countries is mainly organic. That tells me that the fans in India, though I don't doubt issues, have some value. So 3.2% still were engaging, even though I don't use ads anymore targeting them. So is it possible my audience, though, from India, Thailand, and Philippines are horribly engaged compared to other countries? Yeah, sure it is. But we already know the issues with these countries. I seem to have that under control. You can, too. So bottom line, yeah, there's a problem. But mitigate it, people. Those who watch that video will likely walk away into one of the three groups. It val and this is the loudest one right here, the loudest group. It validates their lack of success with Facebook ads. Hey, everybody, look at this video. Yeah, they're right. This is why my results suck. The second group is it proves that those who take shortcuts, shortcuts will fail. That's pretty much my group, right? You're my people. You get it. The third is maybe you're not advertising a lot, but it's a cautionary tale so that you know that, oh, I better watch how I do this. So the first two groups I already know where they stand. I'm, I'm just going to hope to help the third group understand that they can find success with Facebook ads. They just can't take shortcuts. I won't deny that there is an issue with fake profiles, bots, and spam accounts on Facebook. There actually absolutely is a problem. Now it's, you can mitigate it, of course. When you spend money on ads to get likes, you do expect them all to be real people. You do. I get it. Facebook does need to clean this up the best they can. But understand the problem was not unique to Facebook, of course. It's a problem that will never be eliminated. Understand that. Your job, though, as an advertiser, is to understand this environment, okay? Undesirable people and accounts are everywhere. They are a minefield. You need to avoid them and reach the people most likely to care about your brand. Because Facebook's ability to target is so powerful, though, you have more tools than a typical marketer to do just that. If you ignore these tools or are unable to use them properly, you'll fail. You'll not get value out of your fan base. You'll not build your email list. And you'll not profit. It's up to you whether you'd like to put in the effort. All right, that's it. This was a little experiment this week. The audio version of uh, this blog post, Facebook fraud response, are Facebook ads a waste of money? To read the post in its entirety, go to johnlimmer.com slash fraud. Let me know what you think of it. Send me an email, john at johnlimmer.com if this is something, or you can comment on the blog post too, if this is something that you'd like to see again in the future. All right, thanks.